Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Redestine tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Welcome in, podcast listeners. Thanks for making September an all-time record. Thank you guys for downloading and listening to OutKick so many times. Encourage you to uh, to keep downloading, keep giving us those five-star reviews. We're going to read some of them this week. Loaded show for you. Sean Merriman from the NFL swings by, and we discuss NFL Week 4. Joel Klatt, Fox's lead college football analyst, comes in and we break down everything in the world of college football all that and more lots to get to lots to discuss much fun i hope you guys are having a great start to your week the outkick podcast begins now outkick the coverage with clay travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m eastern 3 to 6 a.m pacific on fox sports radio find your local station for outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. My wife's got all the Halloween decorations out in the house. And I get up so early in the morning, a lot of times it's still pitch black outside. And I'll come around the corner and there's all these scary Halloween, uh, Halloween-related uh, surprises. And what's scary as well is... The NFC East in general. And if you watch Sunday Night Football, it was scary to Eagles fans when that uh, C.J. Beathard pass into the end zone got batted around a couple of times. But the end result, not scary at all. Suddenly, the Philadelphia Eagles, who were left for dead, certainly after they ended up tied with the Cincinnati Bengals after the decision made to punt late. They are in first place by themselves at one, two, and one after the first four weeks of the season. The Washington football team is one and three, and the Dallas Cowboys are one and three as well. The Giants are 0 and four, and they aren't even very far out of first place. This is an atrocious division. But within that atrocious division, which they put up the graphic to kind of put into context how bad things had been, 
the NFC East was 1-11-1 versus other divisions coming into this game. They are now 2-11-1. The only other victory for the NFC East against another division was the Dallas Cowboys. I'm sorry, Atlanta Falcons fans, uh, for bringing up that slow roll onside kick. And as a result, the Eagles are in first place. Now, a little bit of strategy analysis here down the stretch if you were watching this game. I don't understand why the 49ers didn't kick the ball deep instead of bringing in their kicker to try that awkward onside kick. The kickers get way too confident in their ability to come up with new ways to kick an onside kick. Here's what should have happened purely from a strategy perspective, I think. I think you should have bombed it deep, figured that you were going to get the stop, and then you would have gotten the ball back about 30 yards better than where you did on average if you got that stop. Now, I understand maybe I'm wrong and there's an analytics genius out there who can explain trying the onside kick gives you a better chance. Maybe that's the play from the analytical perspective. But I think in terms of pure likelihood, having watched end-of-game scenarios over and over and over again, you they got lucky, the 49ers did, that that onside kick only took one second. To me, as they were lining up, what they were trying to have is no time come off the clock because they scored with 2.02 left, and they really needed to just bomb the ball into the end zone, have the, have the Eagles take the ball at the 25-yard line, and then you would have been able to guarantee yourself three different timeouts. I just thought that was a, a crazy end-of-game scenario. But the end result is that the NFC East is a dumpster fire. And if you are a Dallas Cowboy fan right now, you can't even blame Jason Garrett anymore. Your defense is fundamentally awful. You can't stop anybody. The Cleveland Browns came into your house and absolutely waxed you. Now, you tried to steal one late again like you did against the Falcons, but Odell Beckham ended that with a little reverse handoff that he took to the house. And as a result, I really don't believe that the NFC East deserves a playoff berth, at least not what I've seen based on the first four weeks. Now, somebody's going to get it because somebody has to win this division, but I don't know whether the Cowboys is going to be... Look, the Cowboys have a fantastic offense, but their defense is one of the worst defenses I've ever seen. And right now, they are just giving cash away if you take the overs in every Dallas Cowboy game because they're going to score 30, but they're pretty much going to give up 30 no matter who they're playing, whether it's the Falcons, whether it's the Seahawks, whether it's the Cleveland Browns. I mean, whoever lines up against the Cowboys, with the exception of week one with the Rams, they have been unable to stop. Now, I know they've had a lot of issues with injuries, and that obviously factors in as well. But I just, I I don't know if you are a Cowboys fan, how you can have very much confidence in this team. They should be arguably 0-4. And I know they've lost a couple of close games and uh, and and you can argue, oh, we could have had a way to to win that one. But when your defense is playing as poorly as it is, I just, I mean, I look at these teams right now, and I say, man, the Eagles go on the road and they get a big road upset win. And now, if you're an Eagles fan, you look back and you say, first of all, fly Eagles, fly. But the Cowboys have given up 39, 38, and 49 points in their last three games. And if you're the Eagles, this was basically a uh, a must-win kind of scenario because your next two games 
are on the road against the Steelers. That ain't easy. And then you have to play against the Ravens. That's going to be incredibly easy. So let's be honest. The likelihood for the Eagles is that they are going to be 1-4-1 through six games. And if they are 1-4-1 through six games, then they get to at least play a lot of division games. So you've got uh, you've got the Giants, you've got the Cowboys, and you've got the Giants back-to-back-to-back. That's where you would hope if you are the Eagles, you can be in a position to win. And then you hope at the final two weeks of the season, you go on the road against the Cowboys and then you get Washington at your place and you hope you're still alive down the stretch there. But to me, this was a big win, but it almost just reiterated how bad the NFC East is right now. And if you're a Cowboy fan, I don't know exactly what you were thinking, but for most of your time as a Cowboy fan, you've been able for the past several years to just say, oh, this is Jason Garrett's fault. But now you look around and you say, boy, I don't know what the problem is here in terms of our ability to get things resolved. Now, the positive is the Giants are coming to town and the Giants stink. And then you get the Cardinals, and the Cardinals have faded very quickly after their start. And then you get Washington, and Washington's not very good. So as bad as this 1-3 and start is for the Cowboys, they should be pretty big big favorites to be sitting at 4-3 and when they go on the road against the Eagles. And the schedule is just not very difficult down the stretch because this division is still so bad. So I would still even though they're a little bit back right now, I would still make the Cowboys a favorite to win this division, but they may be able to win this division with a record of 8-8, eight and 7-9. Eight, and nine. I mean, they really might be able to pull that off. Now, we're a football show, but I want to at least mention last night, for those of you waking up uh, early in the morning on the East Coast, a lot of you I know weren't paying attention because I saw the television ratings only 4.5 million people watch game two, which was the lowest rated NBA Finals game in the history of the last 40 years. Decades of uh, of, of, of just not caring, uh, totally erased. I mean, it's unbelievable how few people are watching the NBA. But Jimmy Butler had a whale of a basketball game and the Miami Heat won game three. So they've at least served notice that potentially this is going to be a series against the Lakers. We'll see what happens on uh, Tuesday night as to whether or not the Heat can win again to tie up the series and really make it interesting at all, or whether I thought before the season start, I mean, before this series started, I said I thought the Lakers would win it in five. So we'll see if the Lakers bounce back and win game three and effectively end this thing by and large. But at least for those of you out there paying attention to the NBA, that's where we are in uh, the NBA Finals as we now have a 2-1 series lead. By the way, Major League Baseball playoffs start tomorrow, and uh, those are going to be really interesting to watch, the NLDS and the uh, ALDS. That is underway soon. want to tell you, go sign up for the OutKick VIP right now. Go to OutKick.com. Get hooked up. You'll love the OutKick VIP. When we come back, breaking down everything that happened across the entirety of the NFL, also some college football talk. Just so you know, we got Sean Merriman in hour number two. Joel Klatt will join us in hour number three. It's all NFL and college football. This is OutKick on Fox Sports Radio. This is OutKick, the coverage with Clay Travis. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of general tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install 
installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their general tires test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I firmly believe the NFC East doesn't deserve a playoff bid at all based on what we've seen from the Washington football team, the Cowboys, the Eagles, and uh, the Giants so far this year. I don't even know what record is going to end up winning that division, but we spent a lot of time on that. There are a lot of other NFL stories that I think are worth diving into here. Uh, So I want to run through uh, all of those with you. I spent the day, like I always do on Sunday, watching NFL games all day long. And the game that I found to be maybe the most intriguing of all from the perspective of what it told us about both teams was the Chargers-Buccaneers game. The Buccaneers and Tom Brady are starting to get on a roll. And I pulled some of the stats from Brady in the event that you didn't see it um, to give you a sense for how well Brady's doing. The final 20 throws that Brady had in that game, 18 of 20, 269 yards, four touchdowns, zero INTs, a perfect passer rating. We knew that based on the fact that there was no preseason and that we're in an abnormal sort of universe in general in the world of sports, that it might take Brady a little while to start to hit his rhythm. But he had five touchdown passes to five different wide receivers or tight ends. O.J. Howard, by the way, tears his Achilles and is now out for the season. That will be a tough loss for this offense. But you're starting to see Tom Brady round into shape. Every game he's gotten better than the one before. Yes, he had a pick six. And that seems to be a flaw of the Bruce Arians offense in general. That for whatever reason, it seems to lead to a decent amount of interceptions. But this offense is starting to hit its rhythm and make some plays. And that's despite the fact that we've seen Mike Evans and Chris Godwin both have health issues. And not be able to get into their full rhythm either. I believe Brady and the Buccaneers are going to be in the playoff. I've said that from the get-go. They may be one of the top seeds in the playoffs because right now they're in the lead, obviously, in the NFC South, and we'll get into some other games that took place in the NFC South here in a moment. And Obviously, we've got one tonight with the Falcons on the road against the Packers, but I don't want the Brady performance to slide under the radar. Again, in his final 20 pass attempts in this game against the Chargers, who have had a very good defense so far. I know they had injuries. 18 to 24 touchdowns, a perfect passer rating. Uh, something else. This is the first time that Tom Brady, I mentioned, has thrown five touchdown passes to five different receivers in his entire career. And that obviously is something extraordinary when you have a situation with Tom Brady doing something that he's never done before. Now, that was on the Bucks side of the equation. The other side, Justin Herbert is for real. I mean, this guy went 20 of 25, three touchdowns, 138 passer rating. And if you saw the deep ball that he threw, where he had a blitz coming at him, where he stepped backwards and just kept buying time, and then he just dropped one in, I mean, it was a perfect throw right after the Bucks had taken the lead for the first time in this game since 7-0. It's 28-24, final play of the third quarter. The Bucks b- bring a blitz, 
and uh, and Justin Herbert just continues to fall backwards. And it was Patrick Mahomes-like almost off his back foot. He flings it downfield, hits his receiver, Jalen Guyton, in stride. 72-yard touchdown pass was just pretty phenomenal to see that come together for Justin Herbert already. I know the Chargers are 1-3, and three, but if you are a fan of the Chargers, I should say a long-suffering fan of the Chargers, it feels like to me you have your quarterback of the future, and I just don't see, even though I feel bad for Tyrod Taylor and the fact that they had the messed-up injection, which ended up costing him the start in week two, three, and four now, I don't see how he ever gets his job back. I just don't, because Herbert is playing at such a high level Anthony Lynn and the Chargers have to be ecstatic with their young quarterback and what he could mean going forward. I just, uh, I, I believe that Justin Herbert has been about as good early in his debut as he could possibly be. So that to me was the most intriguing game in terms of what we learned from both sides. The other one uh, that I thought was intriguing because of what we learned from both sides, Vikings on the road against the Texans. Guys, I don't get everything right when it comes to predictions. I'm far from perfect in trying to analyze the way things are going to go in the football season. But I told you before the season started that I thought the Texans would go 1-6 and six to start their year, maybe 2-5. and five. I think I was too generous. Jags are coming to town next week. The Texans better win that game. If they lose that one, then we're talking about the Texans going on the road against the Titans. I don't feel good about their chances there. Then they get the Packers. And I don't feel good about their chances there either, which would mean that one in six is very much in play for a start to the season. Now, it gets a little bit easier, you would think, early in the season when you're looking at the schedule. You get the Jags again, but then you get the Browns, who are three and one, and we talked about them in the open. And then you get the Patriots, and I don't feel good about the Texans' chances against the Patriots. And down the stretch run of the season, I mean, there are going to be legitimate questions about why Bill O'Brien still has his job. He has made really questionable decisions, I think, at the general manager position. It doesn't seem like his team particularly likes him. They just gave $100 million to Deshaun Watson, and they are not getting $100 million performances out of Watson. I think the decision to trade away DeAndre Hopkins has certainly hurt in that, that offense in a big way. And this team is starting to fall apart, sitting at 0-4. Obviously, a must-win game for both the Jags, and the Texans' divisional contest in the next one. But I don't know that it really matters for either side. They both feel like they're out of the mix. And if they're out of the mix, I do think you're going to start to see some criticism come in on Deshaun Watson. Because if you're a $100 million quarterback, I think Bill O'Brien is the wrong coach. I felt like he's not a good decision for the Texans for a long time. But if you are a $100 million quarterback, you should never find yourself in a position where your team is going to be sitting at one and six or something like that, and you are healthy. That's why you pay a quarterback $100 million, because it should keep that from happening. To me, that's a big story on the side of the Texans. The Vikings found a way to win. It's a matchup of two teams that made the playoffs last year. Uh, The Vikings were not perfect, but they took control of this game early. And uh, look, Kirk Cousins was fairly solid. And I feel a lot better about the Vikings going forward, certainly, 
than I do the Texans, even though the Vikings' uh, schedule does not get a lot easier because they go on the road against the undefeated Seahawks. And I don't think the Vikings are going to be in the mix to make the playoffs anyway, but at least they have a glimmer of hope now finding a way to get a win, whereas the Texans feel like they are done, buried, and gone. The other one that I thought told us a lot about both teams that were involved, the Colts on the road against the Bears. I thought the Colts exposed the Bears a little bit, and I also think the Colts in getting to 3-1 and one and winning their third straight game are doing a great job of protecting, by and large, Phillip Rivers, uh, although he did get sacked four times by the Bears. They are playing well enough that you start to think the Colts are going to be in the postseason. They've had a lot of injuries. The Bears could very easily be 0-4, even though right now they're sitting at 3-1. and To me, the storyline here, as you work forward, is an intriguing one. Nick Foles was not particularly good. I know he had the late drive inside of two minutes or whatever to get a touchdown. But this offense did not move the ball at all. The Colts came out, and they really took control early, never relinquished it. It was kind of an ugly defensive struggle in general, but the Colts getting to three to one, three and one. The AFC South race is now a two-team race, right? It's down to either the Colts or the Titans are going to win that division. Titans, in theory, are playing against the Bills on Sunday after having their bye week this week because of the COVID-related issues. Seems to me that that is going to be a hell of a battle down the stretch to see what exactly happens uh, between the Colts and the Titans. The Bears, I'm just not a believer. And I know Bear fans out there, when we were ranking the uh, the 3-0 and teams, I had the Bears in my last place position. To me, that is a, uh, me, that's a storyline that's worth following to see what exactly is going to happen there. Uh, the Bengals. The Bengals basically put the Jags into the mix for Trevor Lawrence ca- uh, competition. Congratulations to Joe Burrow for getting his first ever win. I love what Joe Burrow has meant to the Bengals already. Last week, they got the tie. This week, they get the win. I think if you are in Cincinnati right now, you have to be ecstatic with how good your young quarterback has looked. How about the Saints? Everybody was throwing dirt on Drew Brees' grave, including your boy here, saying that he didn't feel like he had the same sort of pop in his arm that he had had in past years. They got down 14 nothing early to the Lions. A lot of people thought, uh-oh, things are going to be done for here. And then what happens? The Lions uh, fold. The Saints catch fire. Their offense becomes a juggernaut on the road. Big-time win for the Saints there to answer some of the criticism. Theoretically, when Michael Thomas comes back healthy, the Saints have managed to weather that, uh, that lack of health. They're 2-2. Two and two. Yes, they've played a tough start to the schedule. Maybe they can start to get on a little bit of a rhythm. Speaking of rhythm, how about the Seahawks finding a way to get things done against the Dolphins in a performance where they never looked that good until late? Seahawks surge to 4-0 and with Russell Wilson, and Russell Wilson maintains his position as your NFL MVP leader. Battle of the Beltway, the Ravens on the road against Washington. It's really just kind of an ugly game. Uh, there was not a lot of, uh, I mean, the Ravens came out and took control of it, but there wasn't a lot of uh, sort of flow to this game. Uh, I still think if you look at his numbers, 
that Lamar Jackson is not playing anywhere near like he did uh, last season. He had the one breakaway run in this game where he started to look like himself, but I thought that the Washington football team did a pretty good job hemming him up, uh, and they brought in RG3, who threw an interception and then proceeded to allow uh, the uh, the Washington football team to come back down and potentially get the cover or a push, depending on what number you got in that game. Uh, the, the Panthers... Panthers were given up for dead early in the season. They looked bad. The Cardinals looked white hot. These felt like two ships passing in the night. Maybe I was too uh, early in my praise of Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray. (laughs) Just okay from Kyler Murray at best. It seems like teams are starting to get a little bit better control how to rein him in. And Teddy Bridgewater had a, a very, very solid performance for the Carolina Panthers to get them to two and two and put them, believe it or not, squarely in the race, even without Christian McCaffrey, to at least be competitive in the NFC South. The Rams were ugly, did not play well against the Giants. We talked a little bit about the NFC East, as I said earlier, in that uh, in that breakdown. I didn't think that the Rams uh, deserved to win this game. We saw the big brawl at the end of the game, which had a lot of drama involving Jalen Ramsey and Golden Tate. If you missed that story, and wondered why they were fighting. Jalen Ramsey has two children with Golden Tate's sister and evidently has abandoned the relationship in some way, which has upset Golden Tate. And there is a lot of discord there. Uh, As a Nashville guy, I've heard about these guys not liking each other. Golden Tate from Nashville, Jalen Ramsey from Nashville. Again, the mom uh, of of Golden Tate. uh, Sorry, the, the, the wife... Uh, what do you want to call the uh, the mother of Jalen Ramsey's children and uh, and Golden Tate the families are just at feud and you saw that on the field they were going back and forth at each other in an aggressive way and at the end of the game they had a legitimate fight I would think that there will be substantial penalties probably levied on those guys and then uh, finally for the games that were taking place the Bills and the Raiders by the way we've been giving out the outkick six pack of picks uh, we went four and one again. So uh, we've got Monday Night Football. We've got the over tonight, but we went four and one, four. Uh, sorry, five and one, five and one, and now four and one in those picks. We are fourteen and three in our last seventeen outkick six pack picks that we give out on the final part of the show every Friday. We've gotten at such a white hot roll. I'm afraid a bunch of you are going to come in and start betting them and we're not going to be able to keep up this pace because five and one, five and one, four and one is incredible. But I want to give a shout out to the Raiders for their late touchdown and extra point, which gave us the opportunity to uh, to hit four and one. We'll see if we can have a third straight week of five and ones when the, uh, when the game uh, kicks off later tonight. But uh, the Bills maybe the second best team in the AFC right now because I like the Bills and what I have seen from Josh Allen this year more than I like what I've seen from the Ravens and Lamar Jackson. The Titans have only played three games. They play against the Bills this weekend. We'll see how they match up. The Chiefs are clearly, I think, the class of the AFC. But man, that is a uh, that is a team to keep your eye on. The Bills travel across the country, take control. Uh, They bedeviled uh, Derek Carr all day long, got a ton of turnovers. It felt like every time I looked up at that game to pay attention to it, the Raiders were getting stopped in the second half, turning the ball over, never really were able to make a, a strong game of it. And the Bills continue to be really, really dominant. Now, we didn't talk much about this, 
Uh, maybe we'll talk about it a little bit to finish off the hour. But we've got a double Monday Night Football uh, edition tonight because they had to change the Chiefs and the Patriots game because obviously Cam Newton tests positive for COVID. So far, we have not had any more positives. And as a result, it appears that that game is going to be played as an early kickoff game on Monday. And uh, this will be intriguing to see how Hoyer does at quarterback for the Patriots going up against the Chiefs, particularly because the Chiefs have really owned this uh, this rivalry of late. Andy Reid, 3-1 and one against Bill Belichick in the last four. Uh, Patrick, the one game they lost, obviously, was the AFC Championship game a couple of years ago where, sorry Chiefs fans, but you shouldn't feel that bad now because you won a Super Bowl. But when you had a player lineup offsides, negated the, the, the Tom Brady interception, and from there, the Patriots found a way to win that one and then go on and beat the Rams and win a sixth Super Bowl for Tom Brady. Uh, but we got double Monday Night Football games going on tonight. We'll talk a little bit about that. And I'm going to tee off on what I would call the cosmetic theater of absurdity, which was going on last night if you watch Sunday Night Football. And Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth were required by Santa Clara officials to wear masks. They had to wear masks to call the game. Now, I'm not sure if they kept them on for the entirety of the game uh, because there weren't shots constantly of them that I saw in the press box. But when they opened the game, they, they had their masks on and said they had to call the game while wearing the masks. It's possible they took them off once the games actually began. But this is the height of absurdity to require two guys sitting in a booth who can be distant from one another to wear masks while you call a football game. This is what I'm talking about when I when I discuss the absurdity of cosmetic theater uh, in terms of the way that the rules are being applied. And I'm going to go in on this using that as an example and also tie it in with what I saw from the Corona Bros in the sports media complaining about crowds and the fact that some people in the crowds didn't have masks on in college football it's it the mask police all of this is just the height of cosmetic theater absurdity and i'm going to talk about it next this is outkick the coverage with clay travis hey it's jonas knox and you know o'reilly auto parts you know o o o o'reilly who are in the business of keeping your car on the road o'reilly auto parts offer friendly helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs they've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock either in store or online so you never have to worry if you're in a jam the team at o'reilly auto parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car if it needs to be replaced they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying, flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Pirelli tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installed near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their pirelli test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be There are a lot of absurdities, I would say, going on in our world on a day-to-day basis, what I refer to as cosmetic theater. I'll give you an example. I went out to dinner uh, this uh, this weekend, as I've been doing for a long time, since all the way back to May, if you listen to this show. I've been trying to live my life with an understanding that the virus is not going to go away, and we have to learn how to live with the virus as opposed to curling up in the fetal position in our house, never being able to go to work, never being able to go to school, all of those things. My kids are in school. They go to school every day, 12, 10, eight, uh, six years old, uh, kindergarten, fourth grader, seventh grader. They're all at in-person schooling. I think regardless of where you live in the country right now, the data is abundantly clear. All kids should be back in school, period. The data is clear. It doesn't matter whether you're a Democrat, Republican, independent, 
Doesn't matter anything about where you live. The data is straightforward and clear. Everybody should be back in school. Okay. So within that concept, within that uh, con- construct, all the data is clear. There are still rules that are applied that I think make no sense. So for instance, this weekend I went out to dinner and the rule has been the same for a long time. When you walk into a restaurant, you are required where I live to have a mask on. The minute that you are seated at a table, you can take your mask off. That means for 98% of the time that you spend in a restaurant, you are unmasked. There is absolutely no justification that anyone with a functional brain can give you for why the 1% or 2% of the time when you are walking into the restaurant and going to your table, why it makes sense that you would need a mask on then and immediately take off the mask. I'll give you another example. I talked about this some last week. The Atlanta Braves and many other teams that have been playing in the playoffs. The Braves have an area right outside of their stadium called the Battery. It's fabulous. It's fantastic. Restaurants, bars, everything you could possibly want, it's up and it's open. We did an escape game. They have an escape game right by the Braves Stadium there, Truist Park. They are allowing Braves fans to sit in front of the Jumbotron, the big screen, outside of the stadium, literally directly outside of the stadium gates. They will allow you to sit there and have been all summer long as close to somebody else as you want to be and watch the game on the big screen there. But you are not allowed to go in to the stadium itself. So you can have hundreds or thousands of people all gathered to watch a big screen directly outside the gates. Literally, you can throw a football pass because I was doing it with my son and hit the gate from where you're watching the big screen from, but you're not allowed to sit in the actual stands and watch a baseball game. What sense does that make? Moreover, by the way, I believe you can watch Falcons games. I know you can watch Georgia Tech games. I know you can watch Georgia games. How could you do all of that, but you couldn't watch the Braves play? It made no sense, okay? So that's not the Braves' fault, by the way. It's just the rule that was in place. Last night, Sunday night football, Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth began the game by telling you that Santa Clara Bay Area uh, authorities were not allowing them to call a football game unless they were wearing a mask while they called the football game. I'm not making this up. You want to go see a picture of it, you can go to OutKick. They started off the game wearing masks and saying that they had been told they had to wear masks to call the football game. What remote sense does that make? We have become such sheep that we are all engaging in absurd cosmetic theater okay the data on all of this is very very clear okay kids should be back in school they shouldn't be trying to sit in front of wonky computers on wonky wi-fi people should be back at work if you are elderly and you are in extremely ill health you can self-quarantine yourself The data for younger people, and I'm defining younger people very broadly, 
is straightforward and clear. You are not under substantial danger at all. The CDC released the data recently on who is at risk and what the percentages are. And of course, it got no coverage because people want to marinate in fear porn. And I got to tell you, here's the data. This is from the CDC itself. If you are infected with the coronavirus and you are between the ages of 0 and 19, your safety recovery rate, do you know what it is? 99.997%. Everybody between the ages of 0 and 19, if you have kids like I do who are young, they are all under drastically more danger from the seasonal flu than they are from the coronavirus. If you are between the ages of 20 and 49, your coronavirus recovery rate is 99.98%. If you are between the ages of 50 and 69, your coronavirus recovery rate is 99.5%. Think about that for a minute. Everybody under the age of 69 and below, which is the vast, vast majority of the population in the United States, has a 99.5% or better recovery rate if they actually get the coronavirus. And even if you are over 70 and you get it, you still have a 94.6% recovery rate. As you are seeing, even with the President of the United States, his recovery rate here is very, very, very high. It appears that the president is going to be out of the hospital very soon. He recovered, even though I don't think even the president himself would argue that he is the picture of health. So, when you are making Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth wear masks, what you are doing is cosmetic theater. They can call football games without needing to wear masks over their faces. And all of this ridiculous policing that I saw going on during college football games where people were so mad that there were fans present and that some of those fans were college-age kids and they were present and they weren't wearing masks. Look, college-age kids are more likely to die of alcohol poisoning on campus. They are more likely to die of murder on campus. They are more likely to die of the seasonal flu. They are more likely to die in traffic accidents driving around campus than they are from the coronavirus. Dub, people were losing their minds on social media about all the SEC fans in the stadiums. And I just, I've had it with all these Corona Bro losers and their constant policing of everyone and this idea that we're under mortal peril at every second of every day. It's just not true for the vast majority of us. And I feel like the fear porn peddlers are just refusing to look at basic data. You texted me about this during the game. I mean, it was crazy all the different Corona bros, and I don't even want to name them, who were complaining about the people in the stands. It is crazy, and I got to tell you, the the kids that were in the most danger 
and in Athens, Georgia, this weekend were my Auburn Tigers. Okay, yeah, because that was just a beat up. Shellacking. We're gonna get we're gonna get to that in a big way. Yes, but yeah, I didn't even notice on the broadcast last night until I was scrolling through Twitter and saw your story on Outkick about it. Uh, that is probably the most ludicrous, ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life. To I mean, require Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth to call, and I don't know. I mean, maybe during the game when the cameras weren't on them, they basically were like, hey, this is stupid. It's hard to do our job. Like, Can you imagine, as somebody who's on the radio, where our voices are literally what we're being paid for, if you made me do uh, a radio show wearing a mask, it would sound awful. It would sound muffled. It would sound distorted. Audio guy out there would lose his mind over the fact that it didn't sound absolutely crisp and perfect. So my guess is that when they weren't on camera, that Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth were taking those masks off. I don't know for sure, but this, I mean, the very idea that it would be required is next level dumb. Absolutely. And maybe we should do a show uh, with masks on one day just to, you know, just to put some smiles on the Corona Bros faces. (laughs) I just I can't even imagine living my life with this much fear. I, I really can't. I cannot even conceive of it. Uh, when we come back, we're going to be joined by a new guest. Uh, it should be a lot of fun. Sean Merriman. Uh, you may remember him well from the NFL, former All-Pro, uh, had a lot of success. He's going to be our new NFL insider. We are also scheduled to be joined by Joel Klatt to break down everything that happened in the world of college football. So much to get to breaking down everything that happened in the NFL and in college football. I appreciate all of you. My name is Clay Travis. This is Outkick the Coverage, and you are hanging with us here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on!